This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership in the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford, and I'm the host of the show. And I'm here with David Witt. David Witt is a CEO of SOM International. Now, David, Abraham is common to Christianity, to Islam, and to Judaism. And you seem to have some expertise when it comes to Islam. And uh, what I'm curious to know is how can you take a story like the story of Abraham in the Bible and use it to share Christ with Muslims? So glad you asked, Mark, because I'm excited about this podcast as we're looking at Abrahamic leadership and um, Mm. ultimately how he influenced uh, today the world. Those three major religions you just uh, mentioned, and uh, pretty much most people know that name. Um, Yeah, that would be the gate here. I want to just share a story of a, another Christian leader who I associated with through the years. And uh, he shares how he was meeting in uh, the Middle East with a top Hamas leader. And uh, they were talking about their different points of view, obviously about Jesus, about Abraham, through scriptures and their perspectives and trying to come together to find some common ground. And this person, you know, the leader of Hamas is committed to violence. And ultimately, even the they get into the commitment of Islam and, and the value of martyrdom and, and for their sons and daughters giving their lives for the propagation of Allah. And, you know, the Christian leader was arguing for why as Christians we believe in loving our enemies and doing good to those who that do evil and re, uh, so returning good for evil. So and, and it all, all comes out of Christ. So that was a whole conversation. And he summarized as he was leaving at the end of the meeting, mm-hmm. he, he said to the uh, Hamas leader, and I, and I pray that that Hamas leader continues to think about this today. He said, you know, in Islam, as we've just talked about, you give your son's blood and your daughter's um, to Allah in the propagation of Islam because it's demanded. And you're told that you're rewarded for that. But we in Christianity believe that God gave his own son so mm-hmm. that my son might live. And, and he said that's probably the best way to summarize the difference between Islam and Christianity. So let, let me get this straight. Yeah. So so they understand, they take the story of Abraham mm-hmm. and they say, well, that's showing us that we need to offer our children in the propagation of, of our religion. And a Christian looks at the story of Abraham and they say, no, that's a picture of how Christ gave himself for us, how God gave his son for our redemption. Is that is that how we would understand the two differences between those two things? Yeah, you know, I think that's close, Mark. Um, it's okay. Many Muslims I've talked to, they haven't really thought through the depths of certainly the way that we approach Abraham and the idiosyncrasies and the high value of that story. It, with, with this, I could put the emphasis, uh, Muslims would look at Abraham in their his obedience okay that he obeyed god and then god saw that he was true okay because what they kept to is Allah is cannot be known all is above all things Allah is to be obeyed islam re- actually comes from slave of allah so it's absolute obedience so if allah demands your son you give your son so it isn't a conflict at all for abraham to give his son i've never heard them argue that's the pattern because abraham Okay. Gave his son, so therefore we're to give our sons. Uh, what I'm get, what that gets to is that in um, Islam and the Quran, the ultimate uh, deed is martyrdom, 
and martyrs get rewarded with eternal life and many other things. And uh, so that celebrates. So they lift up their children. One is to be obedient Muslims, is to obey all at all cost, and obviously to honor the martyrs, those who give their lives on behalf of Islam and the propagation are the ultimate heroes. So i.e. that equals sons and daughters are living with the ultimate ideal to be a martyr for Islam. Okay, so I, I think it'd be helpful if we if we went through the story of Abraham and maybe looked at it through the lens of what you're saying. Mm -hmm. But I, if I understand you correctly, they're seeing their salvation as being through uh, absolute obedience to Allah, where a Christian would see uh, their salvation mm -hmm. as coming yeah. faith alone, grace alone, Christ alone. Yeah, perfect, Mark. That's the division, is that Rome, we look at Romans as New Testament, you know, born-again believers, and it was by faith, Abraham, it was counted righteousness to him. While Islam sees that Abraham was a was a perfect Muslim, that he was obedient unto Allah. So there's, there's the divide. And that's why, yeah, let's get into the story so we can really look at that. Well, I wonder if we should take our break early so you can really unpack that story. That's a long story. And so when we get mm -hmm. back, from this break, we'll talk about the story of Abraham and then maybe apply some uh, techniques. We've talked about the Palm Pilot technique. Maybe we'll even get back to that. Talk about how we can use mm -hmm. that when we're uh, looking at the story of Abraham. We'll be right back. At Risk Radio. Can you imagine trying to disciple a church with only one Bible? This is Mark Stafford from At Risk Radio, and our contacts in Venezuela are telling us incredible stories about people coming to know Jesus, all the while pastors are missing Bibles for their people. After receiving a Bible from our ministry, one man said with tears in his eyes, no one has ever given me such a beautiful gift. At Risk Radio, in our partnership with SOM International, is working to bring 2 million Bibles into Venezuela. For more information about how you can help, go to atriskradio.com. Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm online with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. Now, we were talking about the difference between how a Christian sees the story of Abraham and how a Muslim sees the story of Abraham. But David, I thought it'd be helpful if you could really walk us through the biblical account of Abraham, and maybe we can see that even more clearly. Okay, that's great, Mark. I think you can role play with me. And I'm just going to share it the way that we teach and train in our global ambassadors leadership okay. uh, because we bring people to this story because it's so universal to so many people around the world and it demonstrates the need of a blood sacrifice atonement you know it's the nice okay. uh theological word we use in christianity for the covering or, of our sin right so let's go ahead and start out of the gate here um say you know again mark i'm just i'm gonna launch right into having that conversation with you bring you right to scripture so mark have you heard the story of a guy a prophet, we uh, many people call him Abraham, and having to sacrifice his son. Sure, in Sunday school class, you know, they often would t teach us about Abraham and Isaac and the sacrifice there, and the the lamb on the mountain, and or I guess it was a ram. And uh, yeah, I'm familiar with mm -hmm. I'm familiar with the story. Yeah, sure. yeah. You you know pretty good details, and you would agree that most people would say, you know, hey, he's a prophet, so he's a righteous dude, right? Well, you probably most people in the world, you know, Jews, Muslims, Christians would see Abraham as pretty righteous. He's one of the fathers of yeah. Christianity and Judaism and Islam, and so he must have been a pretty amazing guy. Yeah, I, I think most people in the world would call him holy. You know, they, like he's, sure. he's, he's a saint kind of thing. So um, so let's get into that story, because again, we're talking about does a saint need 
a, a sacrifice? Does he need atonement, even Abraham? Uh, but before I get right into the word of God, let me just remind you, though, the context there, Mark, that Abraham was childless uh, before this. God had told him that God would greatly multiply the descendants of Abraham on earth and that many nations would be blessed because of his lineage. Abraham had waited a long time, and when he was an old man, actually, technically, we're told 99, um, Isaac was born. That's a really old guy. Oh, yeah, God was not in a hurry for this one. Uh, so, and when Isaac uh, grew up to be a young man, we're told, uh, some traditions, um, Jewish traditions, have him even to be 36. So he might even been his 30s, oh, wow. which is kind of interesting. We as believers kind of connect. Wow, Jesus was 30 when his hmm. ministry started. But he was definitely a young man. We know that for sure. God tested Abraham and told him to sacrifice Isaac, his only son. Hmm. So that's the context, remember. And now here's the scripture. So just picture this, kind of put your place. It's a real story in history. And we're going to, I'm going to tell you, and then we're going to draw out some things here. Okay. So when Abraham came to the place of sacrifice, Abraham built an altar and placed the wood on it. Next, he tied up Isaac and he laid him on the wood. Abraham then took the knife and got ready to kill his son. But the Lord's angel shouted from heaven, Abraham, Abraham. And Abraham said, here I am. And the angel said, don't hurt the boy nor harm him in any way. And the angel went on to say, now I know that you fear God because you were willing to offer Isaac, your only son. Abraham looked up and saw a ram caught by its horns in the bushes. So Abraham took the ram and sacrificed it in place of his son, Isaac. Abraham named that place, the Lord will provide. Okay. So let's, uh, you know, we talked about in the past uh, past podcast that one of the tools we use is a Palm Pilot. Palm and Pilot. So I want to go through, yeah, Palm Pilot. So if you want to go back and past episodes that haven't heard that, that would help it fall through. So just everybody out there, I'm going to use a Palm Pilot. And you can see the demonstration how we can help people, lead people to have understanding and insight into this Abrahamic story. So we're going to continue to to uh, role play here. Okay. All right. So, um, Mark, the, the first thing that, you know, we see is that Abraham chose to be obedient okay. uh, to when he's told to go sacrifice your son. Yeah. And um, what's one thought of how that might feel? Oh, well, Abraham may have been angry, frustrated, confused. There, there's a lot of ways he could have felt. Yeah. I mean, he waited. He's 99 years old. Uh, before he gets a son, he's maybe... Uh, approaching 130, 140, and now God's saying, I, I want you to give up your son. I can imagine he's yeah. mad and confused and questioning, and mm-hmm. uh, there'd be a lot of things that I would be thinking. I wouldn't be too happy about that situation. So he has a lot of emotions and feelings, but yet we see at this point in Abraham's life, he obeys and he goes up. Um, he trusts the Lord, even uh, tells his son that they're going to trust the Lord for a sacrifice, which is very prophetic earlier in that chapter there in Genesis 22. We're talking from here today. And then they get up okay. and and he's re- he's in his heart. He's already committed to obey the Lord. He's ready to sacrifice to him. And the Lord intervenes and hmm. says, stop. Now I know that you have obeyed the Lord because you have not withheld your only son, Isaac. And so then Abraham looks up and he sees behind him a ram caught in the thicket. 
and takes it and sacrifices on behalf of Isaac. So at, the, at what point did Abraham pass the test? Yeah, that's a good question, David. I, I guess, I mean, at one point he had to tell his son, hey, we're going up to the, the mountain, and that was part of it. But it says that he tied up Isaac, laid him on the wood, and he was ready. He had the knife drawn at that point. I mean, obviously he had an yeah. intention to do that. And it was at that moment that the angel said, you know, hold on, hold on, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> um, I have a different plan. Yeah. So it was, yeah, there you go. So the, it was the angel who declared at that yeah, moment, yeah, he had yeah. passed the test when he was with the knife ready to go. So he was, he had passed the test, but then the Lord provides a ram and he, he sacrifices on behalf of, uh, of, of Isaac for, and ultimately on behalf of himself, because God demanded that Abraham had made a sacrifice. Um, and so it was really Abraham's sacrifice. So we see that God still demands a sacrifice. Okay, so what do we learn about God then when we see that even though Abraham had obeyed, you know, he didn't sin. He still needed a sacrifice. Mm. What do we learn about God? Well, I think this establishes a pattern of God providing a substitute, a sacrifice substitute. And I think we also see that God really was pretty serious about sin yeah. and the sacrifice that needed to be made. I think those are two ob observations I make. Uh, absolutely. And so, again, we can observe from it that even a holy prophet, quote unquote, needs a sacrifice for a sin, the sin of all people. That even Abraham was not clean, or totally righteous, was not made totally clean without the provision of righteousness, without the covering, the shedding of blood from Abraham. And, um, and so, therefore, Mark, if certainly Abraham needed a sacrifice, does all humankind need a sacrifice to cover their sin? Uh, well, I've read ahead a little bit in the Bible. And uh, <laughs> the New Testament talks about that a lot, that that if you if you violate yeah. you know one part of the law, you violate the whole thing. And we talked, I mean, we had, I think, five sessions on just the role of the law in this podcast. And, and the law mm -hmm. really shows us that even a very good person can never live up to God's standards. So I think that the idea here mm -hmm. is that, yeah, every person, even a really good person, still can't live up to the perfection that God demands. Yeah. So that's the, the, what we want to demonstrate today. I know we're out of time, Mark, but that yeah. demonstrates how we as leaders can use the Abrahamic story to really be a, an effective witness and to help people understand the atonement of why Christ is the ultimate atonement that covers our sins. And so hopefully people have been blessed today. Uh, and invite people always uh, contact us even with their questions, keep in a relationship, and I'll let you wrap it up here, Mark. Sure. Well, you know, uh, we want to encourage people to subscribe to this podcast. We hope that this has been encouraging to you so that you can understand how to take a story like the story of Abraham and use that to show Christ to those who maybe don't know Christ yet. And certainly there are many people around the world that are risking much to share Christ with those who are in Islam, who are Muslims. And uh, we want to support those people. That's one thing that SOM does. We encourage you to not only subscribe to this podcast, but also to subscribe to the newsletter. And with the newsletter, we'll give you up-to-date, month-by-month news about what's happening with those who are risking much for Jesus. My name is Mark Stafford, and this has been At Risk Radio. You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.